even like coming to this conference and like I heard about your problems that you were having with yours. And I'm like, man, you have some similar problems that I was dealing with, you know. So it's just interesting that you feel like, oh, okay, you feel like a, a connection with people and like, oh, okay, I want to hear how you resolved it. What did you do, you know? So it's always good to like, you know, meet in person. Yeah. yeah. There's no yeah. Like, there's no playbook in this, but there's yeah. no like, you know, degree for Airbnb, right? Like yeah. we're literally building the playbook now. Welcome to the Short-Term Rental Pros Podcast. Knowledge, experiences, and actionable takeaways from those who are killing it with short-term rentals. Here's your host, Jeremy Warden. All right, today we have something very exciting. We are doing a collaboration episode, Short-Term Rental Pro Podcast, alongside STR Like the Best. We've got Mike Chang in the house and a special guest. Mike, I'll let you take it in an intro who we've got <laughs> to my right. All right. Our special guest today is Syed Latif, one of the OG Airbnb operators. We're going to be talking about our respective journeys today. And now we're actually in Nashville at the STR Wealth Conference. So it's cool the three of us can get together physically to do this. Yeah, we are all we are not on Zoom. We are live from the hospitality.fm podcast booth and I've had the pleasure of having both <laughs> these guys on the podcast separately, uh Syed and Mike and I've been on Mike's as well. Yeah, Syed's and, been on mine as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we've we're putting it all together today. No, it's great like we're actually all in the same space and like here with 3000 other people at the SDR Wolf conference, probably the biggest SDR specific conference here in the US. Seeing all these new investors like trying to figure out the short-term rental game as it's changed now in 2024 is really interesting. Like have you guys been have you guys heard any of the uh the workshops so far? Well, we started out with Sean Rakovich, who um, was standing 25 feet uh, in front of us momentarily. Okay. Uh, second, very ago. nice suit, by the yeah. way. Yeah, and I think it's one thing we were joking about that that's cool is that like how we've all kind of like learned from each other, or like you know maybe I'll say I've learned from Michael, Michael's learned from Syed, and not trying to create any hierarchy here, and maybe <laughs> you know everybody's learned from Sean being kind of like the OG. Yeah. Uh, short-term rental content guy but really yeah it's like a small world and you know it's cool when you can see people being like oh this person said this thing and like i took it and i used what they said yeah. and it helped me in my business no like i think this i think the the strat like hearing people's strategy is always really important i think meeting people in person you actually get a real conversation like hey what's really going on in your business like i said what's really going on in your business jeremy what's really going on in your business unfiltered unfiltered right and they actually share more and you might, I might not be able to copy paste exactly what you guys are doing, but I'm like, oh, well, this concept actually makes sense. Like, how does it make sense in my Philadelphia market versus in Chicago versus in the Carolinas, right? So, like, that's where I get a ton of value from these conferences is because you can have a real face to face conversation. You can only go so far on Zoom, especially if you don't know the person. It's still fairly high level, but when you like meet someone in a flash, you're like, hey, you actually, this is a real person. Um, I, I would I also add to that that beers okay. definitely when you say in terms of honesty of what's uh, going on in your business uh open bars open bars and thank you for hosting an open bar yesterday uh, that started off the my night and if you're watching this my eye bags uh <laughs> yeah. are you know and it was too bad we couldn't get uh, side couldn't come he was uh he was, delay yeah. he was, he was my, delayed on his uh, chicago my, flight no my flight from dubai <laughs> was, was a little late <laughs> okay. you know so i i landed right. the, the, the chicago, late. The chicago the o'hare airport in, in, in dubai <laughs> but yeah Sy syed man what's what's good with you yeah for me uh it's been awesome i went to ryan's party last night and it was amazing to have everybody i see on instagram in one room with like you know 30 people 
people there. So it was pretty amazing to be invited to something like that. Um, I got to meet him in person. And like for me, it's like I vibe off somebody's energy and I like hearing what they're doing. And if they're doing some big things, it gets me motivated because I get in my competitive mindset. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go back and do the same thing. So yeah. that's kind of what I get out of conferences. So um, I'm looking forward to this one. You know, I just got in. I'm looking forward to like meeting with all these people that I see on social media. Yeah. Well, if you came last night, we had 40 people there. So Oh, dang, you had a better party than we did. Then. <laughs> no, they're so good. No, but like for me, it was like I brought, uh, you know, people in my mentorship and my program there that like I've been mentoring and like one, I actually get to meet them in person, which is like really cool. Meet in person to introduce them to the broader network, right? Because I think when you come to these things, especially if you don't know short-term rentals, it's it's actually pretty intimidating. You're like, I don't know any of this terminology. I don't know these people, but we can go somewhere before and have, like you said, have some beers and sit down and like it humanizes this image that's on social media that seems so far removed, but when you actually talk to people, it's like, hey, like, you know, Jeremy is like, not not too different from me. Mike, not too different from me. Say, not too different from me. That maybe they started a little bit for me, but I can get there too. I think, like to your point, it just gives people confidence that they like, can do this too. Uh, which again, like, I think it's just, there's a lot of value in just like the physical interactions um, that help us all like propel our businesses forward. So these things are so valuable. So oh, we spent like eight hundred bucks to come here. So yeah, exactly. And I, and I think one of the things you touched on earlier. Is you know a lot of times I feel you're building your business, your head down every day, and and in this you know this is a real business, short term rentals. It's people entering your property. Yeah, they book online through an app, but in reality, you're making real world stuff happen. And when real, the more real world stuff happens, the more situations you deal with that can be stressful. So when you see stuff on social media, and you know a lot of times folk have you know the tendency to kind of paint the the rosier picture of, of what's going on, you know, you get a little discouraged, like, oh man, am I the only one who's like feeling this, yeah. these stresses too? Like, is, is everyone just, everything's that, you know, smooth sailing for everyone. And, but then when you talk to people and they're like, yo, I mean, I'm dealing with, <laughs> I'm dealing with BS too. And, you know, and you guys can pair how you deal with it, yeah. you know, and that's something again, that in person you just get, that you just do not get, you know, someone's not going to share that with you on a 30 minute zoom. It's not, yeah. Cause you know, or on a 10 second, you know, Instagram exactly, and and it's like, and I mean that's the, on the physical part. Like that's exa- that's where we met. That's where uh, my wife Liz and I met. Said it was in 2016 at a meetup hosted by Mike McKay in New York, and he flew over from Chicago. He would talk. Liz actually was there. She met him, and then you know we then we started connecting, and said like had a really powerful piece of advice that we need to think about to help really help us grow our Philadelphia business. And like, you know, him and I always talk about the million dollar conversations. That was a million dollar conversation, right? Like I literally went there and there's something I, you know, it's the thing, it's like the, I, I was reading this thing now actually about uh, this quadrant of knowledge and the most valuable qu- quadrant of knowledge, it's called the n- unknown unknowns. Like sometimes you know what you don't know or you don't know, like, you, like, but it's the things that you don't know that you don't know that like, are the million dollar conversations She's like oh, I didn't even think about that I didn't even know about that and it just opens up your perspective and you're like oh I can do things this way and th- those are like that's why I'm here I want to know that un- I want to figure out what are the no unknown unknowns in my business in my life and what's going on in the world and then that's when I can have those million dollar conversations yeah and also to add on that like it's cool when some people are just like so passionate about something in particular and it's something we're like, oh, I've kind of like, and then you kind of absorb. I mean, I'll Ryan Bakey for, I'll just give him, you know, shout out to Ryan. But that guy is like excited and happy about like what he does for a living. And he will talk about it 
all day nonstop. Yeah, like yeah. he, you know, he'll yeah. jump right into it, you know? And I'm like, damn, this guy's really, really like passionate, excited yeah. about this. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, maybe this is something that's like more fun than, uh, you know, I think it is. All right. Let's, if he's this happy about it, like this is something that warrants my energy as well. Or well, gets you excited. I know you, yeah. ha- you have the, you have your B&B calc business. It's a, it's a software business that is related to short-term rentals, but it's a different business. It's a, it's a software business. This is a real estate hospitality business. Like how, how do you juggle between the two? Yeah. I mean, I, and it's, I mean, I, so I started with a boat rental business. Uh, I've had the, the property, property management, um, buying new properties, have the software business. And then, you know, I also try to like we're doing right now, create, you know, social media content on this topic. So yeah, it's a lot. And I'm, I'm constant. It's like the biggest battle of my life. And I would say, you know, I, my fiance, she's also, you know, self-employed, quit her job. And it, you know, really has been like a team effort to get her to that point where she's like pursuing her dreams and ambitions yeah. too. So a large, I would say I do allocate time to, you know, helping her and she allocates time to helping me. So it's, yeah, it's a constant battle of shit. Like, what do I allocate? Part of my language. Um, what do I allocate my time to yeah. on a daily basis? Like, what do I, you know, and also, you know, what do I do? Um, so yeah, that's like the biggest uh, struggle definitely of my life is like, what should I be doing? Uh, what warrants, yeah, more time and energy. And um, yeah, so I'm, I don't have a perfect Look, answer I, for I, that. Yeah. The software, I mean, the software is fun. Like that's yeah. a cool thing. Like that was like, you know, I, I studied computer science in school. I used to build web applications for clients. So it was a little kind of full circle, like going from short-term rentals and, then the, the house is providing me the freedom to like get back into that world without having to worry about, oh, I need to raise $2 million of venture capital and, you know, have to worry about all the runway and paying my own salary and stuff like that. Like being able to not stress about that allowed me to do something creative yeah. in a field that I, you know, something that I'm passionate about. But yeah, it's its own level of a grind. Like a software business is just so different than yeah. um, Airbnb management business. It's just so it's, it's that's that in itself has been an adventure that's right I mean, look i mean i think it's marrying different passions right like yeah you have a passion for or marrying passion with like what you're what you what you know right because like you know short-term rentals that you know that industry really well but you give a passion for software and, and, I, well, and marry that two together and i think that's cool yeah you build a, a product that you use yeah, and yeah. i think that that definitely so been one of the most rewarding parts of it is like i use this software and i'm i i know if we add x y or z feature like i know i will use it i know people that i work with will use it you just have like a domain expertise on yeah. something i mean i know real estate a lot of real estate agents a lot of real estate agents out there have found your tool really successful so really helpful in for them to generate business especially in this difficult environment so it's cool that um i, I use the product too so i think it's really cool but i'm, I'm curious like i said so you're the one here that like you know, Jeremy and I both have like thirty some odd units. I mean, Cyan's the OG of the OGs. Yeah, if we haven't. Cyan has like ten x of what we, he has, like three hundred units. Right? Like, how is it like running a three hundred unit Airbnb arbitrage business? So, like, like you said, I, I have because I never yeah. see you on your phone. You never, you never actually answer. I, I don't, yeah. I don't see you uh, answering your guest messaging. Yeah, like, you never texting me back. Yeah, bro. Do, you, <laughs> do your guests, do your guests never get locked out of their 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 apartments? So yes, I have all of that. You know, I have three hundred ten <laughs> units in my market in Chicago. Uh, I've been doing it for seven years now, so it's been some time. But over the years, I created a big infrastructure and, and team, uh, it for my business. And, you know, my margins are not like what other people have margins in their business. You know, uh, my margins are a lot less, maybe half of what you guys have. Right. So because I have a lot of people helping me in my business and I have an infrastructure of different teams. I have my operations team. I have my finance team, my my revenue management team. I have my um, cleaning support team. I have a bunch of different teams. And then above and beyond that, I have leadership. 
I have uh, people that everyone ends up reporting to. I use this system called EOS. It's from this book called Traction. And, you know, that helps me scale my business and makes me be outside of my business and have to only worry about the big problems, you know. So, you know, I like to say I made it where I'm working that two hour work week now, you know. Two hour work. Yeah. So I'm I'm usually never on my phone. Five, only for five hours. That's yeah. too many. So, so is, it, yeah. <laughs> is it, you know. I'm of the belief of like hiring and sales are like when you're an entrepreneur and you're scaling, yeah. those are the two hardest things. Like yeah. I struggle with hiring. Like I yeah. hired four people. Like I believe in hire fast. I, I believe at least in this stage of my business, hire fast, fire fast. Yes. Right? It's too hard to like go through that entire process. Like the interviews on the job, it doesn't work out. You let them go and shake hands and move on. We've hired four people recently. We let two go. One is like might be on our way out too. It's not a good fit. Like, how have you, let me talk a little bit about your organization. Like, how yeah. big is your actual, you have, you have 310 units, right? Like, yeah. how big is your U.S. staff versus your overseas staff? And like, how do you organize it? Sure. So I had, a couple months ago, about 100 resources in my business, which, consist, yeah, wow. which consisted of 50 of them in the Philippines and then 50 in the U.S. The 50 in the U.S. are basically laborers, like cleaners, runners, movers, and one general manager overseeing everything. Um, the team in the Philippines is like my back end work. It's the brains of my business. And again, it had the different, uh, departments like marketing operations, finance, revenue, HR, you know, it's all built in within that. Uh, but, uh, last month I had to take a reduction of my staff. Um, as I mentioned to you guys in our group, I started comparing my business to other similar size businesses in my industry. And I realized that I have an over uh, amount of people in my business that I don't need. And I said, okay, maybe if I bring this down a little bit, reduce it by like maybe 20%, 15%, let's see what happens. And I took a reduction on my staff. And then I asked like one, two weeks later, how are things going in my business? And my team said, things are going fine. So it goes to show you, I had a lot of wastage in my business. Yeah. And that's things that because I'm not like in the de details like that, um, things like get by you, you know, you, you don't have a control of certain things. But uh, now I have to see like, hey, can I take another reduction and see if uh, business is as usual? So that's yeah. kind of the mindset that I have. Yeah. But I have the same concept as you. I overhire and then I find out who are the best players in there yeah. and then I remove the ones that are not. And that makes me have people that have been with me for about six, seven years now yeah. because I kept all the good ones. Yeah. So, yeah. You got, the, you got the eight. You got the eight team. You got the yeah. Filipino. Yeah. 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 And just, and just yeah. hearing yeah. them say that, see that again, this is an example of, you know, I've I have different businesses and I've been hiring different people. And yeah. frankly, I, I've been like reluctant to hire people. Like that's kind of been my approach. It's like cautiously hire. Yeah. But now based off this conversation, I'm like, oh, maybe uh, yeah. maybe there's a different approach that we should um, that we should try. Hire fast, fire fast. So thank you guys. For, yeah. I'm going to yeah. let you guys know how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a, it, yeah. I mean, how, it just it, it takes it takes practice. And honestly, I think it takes practice too. Yeah. like you're it's it's hard to find a superstar in the first one. Right. And I, and then like, but I think once you kind of build the right team, um, it, it, it will, it will compound itself. Um, are you having some technical issues? Man? Yeah. Yeah. I tried to adjust this and I ended up messing it all up, but I'm just going to hold it. So yeah. okay. uh, bear with me. We're use still, use those going. muscles you got from working out a lifetime earlier. I, know, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, how, how, I mean, you seem really busy, but I see you at the gym all the time. Hey, that's, we got to prioritize <laughs> health, 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 health before wealth. There you well, go. Health, her health, it, Health leads to wealth. Let's just say that. Fair enough. I agree. How, how's the? Is it, we all play basketball here. Um, who has the best three point shot here? Out of the three of us here, 
in this in this booth right now. So I'll never lifetime. I'll 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 never doubt my three point shot. But I seen his game on Instagram and I see his stats for sure. In a game, this guy is next level. If he if he is in a men's league at this age and on top of the league, I give him mad props. But he's only made one three pointer. Is that I really what the stat? No, I'm averaging well in yeah. that particular yeah. league. So I'm, I'm so in two leagues. One league's fun, an NBA has, three point line. Oh, okay, <laughs> I play the whole game, and I'm averaging 15 rebounds. Five, so I get tired. Yeah. I can't. My legs are not there. Five total attempts. That's per game. One, per game. One made three point shot. Per, per game. game. That's per game. game. Yeah, because when I saw it, I saw 50 percent field goal shooting. Like I'm like, damn, 20 percent yeah. three point line. <laughs> that's, like, that's pretty good. He's the Airbnb in bead. <laughs> yeah, hey, for me, you know, I'm not my portfolio will not get as big as you know uh, the guys I'm sitting with today, and you know it is it's cool, but uh, I will get more buckets. <laughs> you, know? so, you just sold. Sorry, you, you just sold something too, right? Listen, tell me, you just sold something. You just sold a property. Right? Yeah, it's actually funny. So yesterday, the open bar at the conference, so the welcome party was sponsored by Savvy Realty, and uh, I wasn't paying attention to my phone. And uh, I got I looked at it like while I was at the open party, like, oh, the transaction went through. There was nice. there was some appraisal issues and, you know, the deal got, a, you know, the seven day grace period got kicked in. And so I actually didn't I wasn't paying any attention. Nice. And I'm like, oh, I guess I just sponsored this uh, welcome party. <laughs> Essentially, you're welcome, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler yeah. owes you a drink, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I sold a property for the first time ever doing that. That's a completely new That's experience awesome. uh, in itself. And um, yeah, kind of a liberating feeling. Um and for that particular one, uh, which we can get into the, if you're curious, the why's behind it. But uh, yeah, it feels good. Well, actually, I haven't looked at my bank account, so I don't know if there's money in there. Uh, <laughs> but I suppose when I see that, it'll feel we'll, better. We'll, we'll cover we'll cover it on a ne- ne- the next episode of uh, SGR Like the Mess. Or if we ever will do the, the, the collab the, pod. The, the, the live. Yeah, Jim and I are trying to do a more, a live, more live events. So we, should, we should get back on it. Get that back on the calendar. Um, no, it's, it was great. Like, I, I think, uh, I'm glad that we're all here. It's, this is a great job to, to, to Bill Faith and Mike Strogren for throwing this together. It is not easy to put together a 3000 person conference in a real wow. convention center here in Nashville. So shout out to, to Mike and Bill for having the vision to do this. There's a lot of money. Like they got to rent this place out a year in advance and yeah, they put seven tickets. figures definitely on the yeah, line yeah, yeah. I and mean, they got it. I'm sure they got it back, but initially the initial checks you know oh, <laughs> i mean we all know right like yeah you, you, you sign a rent that first check that first investment like you're projected to do that but like projections versus actuals are two very very different things and that's risk and that's, that's business risk, and that's risk and business oh i was love talking business with you guys yeah i guess um yeah what what are you what are you guys excited for you know this is february 2024 like what excites you guys yeah so, so for me i've been in this mood that i need to be in dubai i fell in love <laughs> when i went uh to dubai a couple of weeks ago and um the energy over there people are ambitious driven and the social media game is kind of what i'm trying to uh, expand on my personal brand because i feel like i've done a lot in the actual scr space and um i got to a point where i want to see other avenues of revenue so i think my move is uh dubai and i'm going to be going there more often and you're going and- in march right Sorry? You're heading two weeks. Yeah, I'm heading in a couple of weeks and and I'm looking to start some units over there. Okay. Uh you know, I do have some concerns on the market and in, in seems of uh like the demand and supply because they've just been growing the supply crazy style in, in, in Dubai. In Dubai. Yeah. Like uh to, if you look what's, at what's the metric again? Like if you look at AirDNA, like two years ago they had six thousand units, like and then COVID happened and everything, and um now they have twenty nine thousand as of today. Mm-hmm. So imagine like you know, four or five X and it's like can the demand keep up or is this a bubble? Uh, but you know, I 
I don't so want to. You're gonna go there. You're gonna go there and contribute to the bubble. Further yeah. inflate the bubble. Yeah, I'm, I am. Or he's gonna or, or my apply economies. <laughs> he'll, he'll apply economies of scale. He'll lower the lower the cleaning costs yeah. and he'll he'll yeah. absorb the absorb the pain longer than others can. So I, I, my plan is not to scale there, but my plan is to have some skin in the game and make it a lifestyle thing where it, it motivates me to go there, visit. It's good. Yeah. It's good energy there. I like it. You know. Yeah. So it's I'm the fastest sh- growing area in the world, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, all the yeah. all the golf money there. Like Saudi's really trying to really yeah. increase their profile there. Right. I'm assuming they have extreme seasonality because it gets hot, hot, hot. Yes. Yeah. Like right so, now is probably the high season. Exactly. So uh, they're ma- they're making all their money right now. Everyone's happy. Everyone is like, uh, you know, motivated. But yeah, let's see what happens when they go in the slow season. So, but it's like opposite of my, you know, Midwest market, right? So uh, I'm bleeding right now. I'm taking six figure losses. Like my January loss is three. $375,000 loss in one month, you know? Granted, just to con- contextualize yeah. your July what's, or yeah, August what, What's your, high, like, what's your, your highest? Like, what, what are you making? Like cash flow? Not revenue, yeah. right? Re- revenue. So, uh, so okay, so... And what's your cash flow? And my cash flow in the summer months is like, you know, $400,000 a month of n- positive net income. Yeah, yeah then it we'll offsets from the winter. So, you know, at the end of the day, I do good, right? I do good on the annual basis. Like I make my like $1.2, $1.3 million worth of uh, net income. There's a hundred grand a month of, of profit. Yeah, yeah. hundred grand a month. But yeah. he works two hours. I mean, like, and I know, yeah. and, and I know this is like a marketing like tagline, but like I've yeah. spent four days with Syed and like this guy, you know, he's on his phone. Like He does have two phones. So I don't know how that w- one's for One's for Instagram. One's, <laughs> one's <laughs> one one iPhone and one Android. <laughs> no, but you, yeah. no, but he really does. I mean, like I've really seen you. You really are this, you know, you your team runs the business and it, yeah. that's a true business owner. I right? like, yeah. you don't like, you have people running the business and you're focused on like the growth, right? Yeah. Right so, so I like to say that like, yeah, my actual work is not a lot on a weekly basis, but the amount of stress that I have to manage is like more than every like everybody what's else. What's the right? most annoying part? What's the most stress? And I know the answer already yeah. is, but what's the most annoying? What's the most stressful part of your business right now? So a couple of things. Like one is lawsuits. I'm going through a handful of them, you know. So um that that stress of that and getting like the demand letters, dealing with depositions, like yeah. that that is stressful as heck. Uh, and not knowing the outcome. And number two is uh problems that the guests can help me uh, that make my uh, business crippled like uh, i had a you know recent sexual assault in one of my units uh but that ended up being uh a domestic issue when i thought it was some stranger on the street so it it was a huge change of like my mind i'm like oh my god this is going to come down on us it's going to be a big problem but it was a domestic issue sorry it happened to this person but like okay you know um it I always think it from my perspective because I'm a business owner and your mind really shifts. Like you're just like, okay, how, how am I going to get sued for this? How am I going to get sued for that? Yeah. And like, uh, it really takes a toll on you. You look at the world different. Well, that's, and that's what, again, you're at that scale. Yeah. Like that's yeah. your operations are smooth, but yeah, it's just real shit yeah. is happening. Yeah. Like, and how, when real world stuff happens, yeah. you got to respond to it in a real world way. Right. So, I mean, I respect the fact that, I mean, you're honest with, again, like you're, you know, you're, cash flow and seven figures like yeah. you're crazy i mean you're doing crazy amounts of revenue have i mean literally the king of your market you know i'm sure you look around and you can see almost every building the you know you have properties in which is insane but you know kind of you know the old cachet of mo money mo problems yeah you know but being like i respect being honest about them and you know I think you were being honest. People were suggesting, oh, you should, you know, maybe talk to this person or, you know, kind of being honest with your issues then allows people who have actually come out and say, oh, I faced a similar problem before. This is how I dealt with it. This is who I talked to. Right. So if you keep everything bundled up, I mean, I I think that's kind of where 
things start to, you know, kind of things explode. Right. Yeah. And even like coming to this conference and like I heard about your problems that you were having with yours. And I'm like, man, you have some similar problems that I was dealing with, you know. So it's just interesting that you feel like, oh, okay, you feel like a a connection with people and like, oh, okay, I want to hear how you resolved it. What did you do? You know? So it's always good to like, you know, meet in person. Yeah. yeah. There's no like there's no playbook in this, but there's no like, you know degree for airbnb right like yeah. we're literally building the playbook now like all of us are we're still in like ending one no, we're still anyone right and then i think this is where it's helpful like to share your journey and like no be like transparent about the problems because you find, if someone never tells you their problems they're not telling you the, the, the truth to be fair like this business is not no like there's problems every single day yeah it's how you manage it, it's how you build a system so like the problems don't reach you right i think that is like the key to success in this business amongst other things but yeah, no. If people can't help you solve a problem, they're not really in the game. They're not really working on it. And I think that's where like you can really you really build trust by seeing one person and see how they react. Actually, like, hey, I have a question for you. Are you really actually like thinking about how to help me and like think about it, yeah. or is you giving me just a hand wave response because you know you're trying to get to the next person, right? You can see like a, how a person is really, and that's why like I really like having an event yesterday because like. The people that came, like Jeremy, when you came, I know you were on the flight uh, side, but like you guys all really talked to like the people that were there, like students that were there, like be, giving like a hopeful advice. And I really appreciate that. Like everyone else that was there, like Emily, the Carwells, like just like, and so it was like very, it was like very genuine. And that was the feedback that I got from everyone. I was like, oh wow, like everyone's really nice. Like, yeah, like we're not going to be there. Like we may, we're not revenue to them, but like they still give us give us their time, and it's like really speaks volumes to like this industry. I'm so glad I'm here. Yeah, and I, I would say, really yeah, at, at the core, this industry is a hospitality industry, and like yeah. if you're gonna be good at it, you know, you've got to be. I appreciate Syed's uh, fixing my knife, which is just hospitality 101 right there. Um, but this is a hospitality business, so those who like do well at it. Oh, we got got Sean out here. Sean, you want to do a cameo? <laughs> you coming in for the cameo? Come on, show you, you, We went away. I had the slot for you. All right, we got guys. You are in for an absolute treat right now. Oh, okay. All right, no cameo. We got Sean Rakovich. And now he's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. All right, you guys stay tuned. Uh, we're 28 minutes in, but we are. you're in for a treat. Sean <laughs> is, if you guys don't know, Sean Rakovich. What's what's his 30-second pitch, Mike? You're in. Uh, he started in 2015. He runs like a bunch of units in, in Dallas. I think he's... The thing about Sean is Sean actually started the YouTube game really early on, sharing a lot of his content. And he was actually one of the guys that actually put out real content for a long period, consistently put out real content for a long period of time. So I don't know the current state of his business, but um, what he talks about from the Airbnb side is actually real advice. So I think that's where like, I like I don't there's there's some people on social media. I There's only a handful of people on social media I respect, and he's one of the people. So I'm curious to i'm excited to have a conversation with him yeah well guys i hope you enjoyed i guess last question for you guys i'm i'll let michael or mike what is the last question you normally ask your uh folk you uh, with what is the kindest thing that someone's done for you in your business to help it to grow side you want to go first that's a tough question i have to think of uh something like that he's got Um, too many resources so um i'll tell you somebody that i have been vibing with um are or some people i've been vibing with is our group that we have with me you hamza and victor um there's some these are the players that i uh respect a lot with their opinion and you know one person that has been really kind to me has been hamza um he has you know 
motivated me a lot in my business because I see what he's doing and it makes me want to do um, big things. And also he convinced me and motivated me to make my own personal brand. So now that I'm doing that, I see the value of it and I'm going to these conferences and I go into a room and people want to come up to you and talk to you because they already know that, feel like they already know you. Because they're they're pre, pre-indoctrinated. Yeah. Huge, yeah. Huge. So it's just like easier, you know, you don't have to like um, f- filter around and start the conversation. It just kind of flows to you now. So like, uh, so Hamza really motivated me. He's, he's got me into something that I really enjoy. Nice. Jeremy? Uh, kindest thing. Well, I was actually joking that because uh, uh, Mark Simpson from Boosley, he asked me that when we were like just at the table. He's he organized the house we're staying at. And he actually asked that, like, what's the kind of thing someone has done for you? And I, I was at the STR Nation conference and I couldn't um, I had lunch, but there was no forks. And Chris, who actually is the one who pretty much organized this entire conference, yeah. he just left for 10 minutes and came back with a fork. Uh, I was like, that's a nice thing anyone's ever done for my life. Yeah. He like ran down the street and picked uh-huh. up a fork. Uh, I don't know if that was for my for my business but i was happy about that i'll, I'll give chris a shout out on that front that look i mean kindness can come in many forms in a fork or as a personal profile uh personal branding business it's you no know, it's, it's just like I, I think just entrepreneurship is just like a team sport it comes down to it like you're never gonna do you're never gonna be successful you're never gonna be successful by yourself and that comes from hiring the right people right that work for you right and then the people that don't work for you but have a stake in you because they care about you and you care about them and ultimately you know like you want to go fast you go alone you want to go far you need to and uh i believe that i believe that 100 so what are, and this is the last question i ask is what is your guys biggest pro tip for 2024 uh either i mean i could be either in a short-term rental game or, or just life yeah. Build a personal branding business. I build a personal brand. It's not a business. Build a personal brand. I similarly, um, Hamza, and uh, you know, this is where in this is in Chicago actually. With with said here, um, he introduced me to Hamza and Derek, uh, much younger than me. I would didn't know who they were, and probably wouldn't have really taken their advice had I not had I not been validated by by said and. Doji, yeah, Doji. <laughs> he's the godfather his word uh his word holds the most weight <laughs> we all help each other um but i mean building the building the social media I mean, that's how you and i met right True, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. you've reached out to me on tiktok i think michael had like 200 followers at the time too yeah, probably, yeah. probably fewer than that i was one of the two 200 <laughs> i guess you and that 199 bots but yeah no, i mean like coming to now coming to places where people recognize you and they want you to, uh, they want you to uh, get out of the podcast food because yeah, well, we are being kicked out of we're, the podcast. We're food. being kicked out right now. I, I hope, hope you all enjoyed the episode. Awesome. Stay tuned to the next time of the Short Term Rent Pros Plus SCR Like a Pro Collaboration Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Short Term Rental Pros Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, leave us a five-star rating, like, comment, and share this with someone you know that wants to invest in short-term rentals.